Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In podcasts containing strong language and adult themes, it would be boring otherwise. I have a problem. I'm 35 and I keep having schoolboy crushes. Not like crushes on schoolboys. That's an entirely different problem and not one that we should joke about. No, my problem's the other kind. The one where I have crushes like a schoolboy, but on people who are definitely old enough to consent and everything. Honest officer. Like, I'll just be minding my own business, thinking about dick, or wondering what the fuck I'm going to talk about this week, or trying to remember if I said I'd go for a drink with some random tart off grinder, and if I did, which one and when, because I didn't write any of it down. Anyway, I'll be dicking about, minding my own business, and then out of the blue, I'll meet someone cute, and bam, my eyes go all big like an anime movie, and my heart does that cartoony badumfy dumfy jumping out of my chest thing, and I'm completely smitten. It's always that quick. It's like being cock-slapped by the meaty dong of Cupid himself. And then I find I'm making up as many reasons as possible to go back to the place where I saw them and to see them again. I'll just be like, Hi, I don't know how to talk to you, so I'm just gonna stare at you until we're married. And that bit's actually the better part of the experience, if I'm honest. When we get into a conversation, I'll just jabber away, oblivious to the poor sod who's trying to get away from me. Then it'll get weird and I won't notice. Like my gym crush, who I had fancied for months. And finally we started chatting. We'd say hello in the morning. It'd be nice. We'd do a little fist bump every now and then. And after a few weeks of this, I kind of got up the courage to actually chat to him a bit more and things. And we were chatting away and he was telling me how he's an accountant. And that seemed really boring, but he was hot, so it didn't matter. And I was just talking away. And then after a minute or so, he just kind of went, so, and turned back to the weights. I had to change gyms after that. At least that wasn't as bad as some guy I was chatting up in a bar once. We had a bit of a chat, and I was being all flirty and, you know, trying to impress him, and then he said goodbye to some friends, so I I played it cool by going to the bar for another drink. When I came back, I said something like, So, did you miss me? And he looked at me and went, No. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm not sure why I told you that, actually. (laughs) That's not really relevant. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's almost always baristas and barmen that I crush on, if I'm honest. Well, almost. Once it was this really cute homeless guy. I was tempted to say, come to mine, use my shower, I'll wash your clothes for you, yeah, no problem. You just get naked and hang around for an hour or so while they get dry, and what's that? There's pornography on the TV. Go for it, homeless dude. I'll give you a tenner if you let me watch. I mean, I'm not sure how my housemate would react to coming home from work to find me and a naked homeless guy masturbating furiously to some dodgy porn. But, to be honest, I don't really care what they'd make of it. If they didn't want me bringing smelly people home, then they shouldn't leave their washing up on the draining board all night. I mean, they brought it on themselves, really. Although that particular budding romance did take a bit of a hit when I saw him being really happy and smiley once, and I went out of my way to go and chat to him because I was really pleased to see that he was in a great mood and, you know, that his situation wasn't getting him down. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, you look happy, man. 
And he was like, yeah, man, it's the heroin. Do you want some? Nah, I'm all right. Thanks. You sure? It's really good. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard that. It's, uh, it's pretty Moorish, isn't it? So apart from him, bless his heart, it's almost always baristas and barmen. I remember there was a skinny Aussie barista once. Him and his mate were living the dream of working in a coffee shop, getting stoned and banging all the hot girls they could find, because of course they were straight. And I got a massive crush on one of them. And after that, it was the skinny French barman with the fantastic arse and the head that was slightly too large for his body. And after that, it was the Italian barista with the dreadlocks and energy like Tigger. It's as if my type is mostly people who bring me things I ask for. I mean, I don't know if I could get out of that mind space, actually. Like, we'd be out on a date, we'd have an amazing time, he'd come back to mine, we'd do some sexy times, and then I'd roll over and look him in the eyes and say, so, could you get me a coffee? Thanks. For a while I had a crush on a cute little cleaner boy at work. It was made all the sexier by him not really speaking English, and my Spanish stretching as far as hola guapo and soy fantastico. So maybe my type is people who bring me stuff, or who tidy up after me. If I'd been born about 150 years earlier, I'd definitely have been one of those horny lords who keeps shagging all the servants. And these are proper crushes as well. I'll find myself, like, daydreaming about them. Or wondering what our wedding would be like. And just... uh, It gets a bit obsessive, almost. And, you know, after I've made my excuses for a few visits to whatever coffee shop or bar or crack house they're at, they start to recognise me. And that just makes things worse. Because then I get all like, oh wow, they know who I am, maybe they're into me too. And it's not just because I'm the slightly strange guy with the silly hair who's far too keen to see them. And I imagine that this that there's some kind of like relationship building here when really what they're doing is literally their job. And then of course, painfully, I get rudely reminded of this. Like, I'll walk into the place where he works, all excited to see him, and there he is, looking as gorgeous as ever. In my head, he's spotlit, and there's a little bit of wind blowing, and his shirt's open, an extra button, and it's just kind of like, everything's just a little bit, ooh. And he'll recognise me and smile, and then my legs go all wobbly as I realise he knows who I am, and he'll look at me and make eye contact, and he'll open his mouth to say something, and I know it's going to be something witty and fun and sexy, and he says, Hey man, filter coffee with almond milk, right? And I'll say, yeah. And while I'm desperately trying to start a conversation, he'll hand me my drink and then move on to the next person and be oblivious to the sound of my breaking heart. As if I'm just another customer who came in to buy a coffee like a normal person and not the main character in this hilarious and touching rom-com that I've constructed entirely in my own head. I mean, in reality, I go into that particular coffee shop for the chat and the flirt. The actual coffee is like a byproduct. It's the smile and the eye contact and the back and forth with an attractive person that actually, you know, perks me up and gets me ready for my day, not the caffeine. And apparently it's frowned upon to say, thank you for the coffee. Now please chat with me for five minutes as this is the highlight of my day and I need something to think about during my afternoon work wank. Let's just gloss over the fact that sometimes the five minutes flirting with a barista is the highlight of my day, shall we? If I weren't so broken, I probably wouldn't be sitting in this cupboard right now talking to you, so let's not look too deeply into that one. And like I said, they're almost always straight, of course, because there's nothing sexier to me than the guy I can't have. Although that hasn't always stopped things. Once I almost had a threesome with a straight guy I had a crush on. Although he was off his tits on something, I was too drunk, and the girl fell asleep, so in the end we just went back to the party. I'm still mates with him, actually. He's pretty cool. Of course, when you get to know them a bit, the crush tends to wear off, I suppose. You learn a bit more about them and they stop being a fantasy and become an actual human people. 
you realize that instead of this amazing, idealized, wonderful fantasy that you've invented around them, they're actually human and real and a bit of a wanker. Or maybe you realize that his tattoos are just drawn on with eyeliner or he's addicted to heroin or something. Of course, it's a different story when they're actually into me as well. That doesn't happen as often, if I'm honest. And I'm never really sure how to deal with it. It all gets a bit odd. Like that time I met a guy who was into me and I was into him and we had this really intense romance together and I ended up flying to the Middle East to hang out with him for the weekend. So after all these different heartbreaks, I find myself torn. Is it better to keep them as crushes, as beguiling mirages on the edge of understanding, to never really get to know them, to never let them be fully realized people and just enjoy the fantasy of it never knowing what might have been because reality is so often depressing or is it better to try to get to know your crush in the hope that this time the handsome boy will be into you too and won't turn out to be a complete wanker and you know if you can both hide the off-putting things about yourselves until you've moved in together it's just easier to deal with it after that than find somewhere else to live so you've pretty much won I've never been in a proper relationship, but my understanding is that you just have to hide as much of your real self as possible until some kind of legally binding agreement has been signed, and then they're stuck with you, so it becomes okay to get fat because they're supposed to love you for more than just your body or something. And then if they break up with you for becoming a chonker, you get the moral high ground and all the cake. And also, once you're married, it's pretty much just a race to die first, right? Because if you're the one that survives, you have to deal with being old and alone and miserable and all that, but if you die first, you're laughing. Well, you're not laughing, you're dead. But still, fantasy versus reality. I'm still not entirely sure on that one. But when it comes to relationships, hide everything bad about yourself until they're trapped with you, and then it's a race to get fat and die first. That sounds healthy. This was probably true. The multi-award-winning podcast series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. This and every other episode of Probably True is available on Spotify, iTunes, and your favourite podcatcher, as well as probablytruepodcast.com, where you'll find links, transcripts of every episode, and all the good stuff. If you like what you've heard, please share it with your friends, leave a positive review, and donate to the Probably True Patreon if you'd like some extra content. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad, or by searching for Probably True Podcast on Facebook. Come at me, bro. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.